This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. And it's just plain fun. You're like running around town, having a date night out with two people who truly love and care about each other, who are building a life together. And I think if you just have a couple little indicators for them or a couple a couple things that you can say to get them out of their own head and just looking at each other and breathing into each other, you're going to be okay. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. Today, my guest on the Portrait System podcast is my dear friend who I met many years ago in the industry, Christina Weichel. Christina is an absolute expert in couples photography, and over the last decade, she's made quite a name for herself in Florida for being the go-to couples photographer. Christina talks all about how she makes couples feel comfortable and how she gets them into relaxed and natural poses, and she also talks about how she turns the couples she does photograph into lifelong clients. Christina is not only a photographer herself, but she has built a team of associate photographers for her studio to take on the genres that she's no longer interested in shooting, and she talks about how she does that. Okay, let's get started with the beautiful and talented Christina Weichel. Hi, Christina. Welcome back to The Portrait System. How are you? Thank you, Nikki. Hi, I'm doing great. So happy to be here to talk to you again today. And how are you doing? 
I'm good. I'm good. We haven't had you on since you were episode three. So you were like at the very, very beginning. (laughs) I know. We have so much to catch up on. I know you've just been up to a lot. And we're kind of doing these episodes where like a where are they now and just bringing back some of our most listened to guests. So here we are. Well, I'm so excited. I love being back on here and chatting with you always. So I know people can listen to your your whole story on the you know episode number three, but will you just give kind of a, a brief over, overview about your story? How long have you been in the industry? What type of business you're currently doing? And just give us a summary. Yeah, so I've been a wedding and portrait photographer for a little over a decade now. When I first started out, I was lucky enough early on in my business as I was really just working on the getting clients and asking for money thing. I found Sue Bryce Education really early on and was able to follow along. I felt like become educated at a professional level. And really, I built a business model that matched my life at the time. And ever since, I've just been transitioning that as I've grown personally and uh, in my business goals. My business has just kind of grown with it, but I do have a pretty high volume portrait studio and I'm in the Tampa, Florida area. And we've really covered nearly all genres this whole time. So everyone in my team has an individual passion within photography. And so it's so cool to be able to offer all the genres, but have people who are really dedicating themselves to creating, you know, beautiful imagery in that genre. So one associate of ours loves newborn photography. She's an amazing mom of three young boys. And so that naturally makes her a fantastic family photographer. She could spend every night of her week just running around photographing, you know, gorgeous (laughs) sunsets and having fun chasing kids. And she's just like the queen of getting down on the ground. And then, you know, we have another associate who's really into empowering women and business branding. And she loves like having that corporate headshot. So I love that at the studio, we're able to offer everything, but everybody has their specialty. And for me over the past 10 years, like a common thread has just been photographing couples. I'm just a lover of love. And so I've been able to focus on the stuff that I love to do as well. So I'm, I'm just really appreciative and photography has been really good to me. It's funny because I remember when I was shooting weddings and I was getting to the point where I was ready to be done with them. And you were like, why? Like, I love <laughs> photographing couples, like couples, 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 couples. Like you were always yeah. like, oh, but the engagement shoots and then this and that. And I was just like, oh my God. I know. I always like, I, I hear that so much too, like at all the fun photography conferences and things that we see each other at. There's so much of that, like people whose goal is to just get out of weddings. And I was always like, I don't get it. And then, yeah. you know, fast forward <laughs> to recently, it's like, well, okay. I don't want to give up all of my weekends. I don't want to, you know, be in this place where like this, for instance, this New Year's Eve was the first, let's say second, I had two out of the last 10 years that I was home with my family. I always shoot a wedding on New Year's Eve. And so I'm starting to get to the point where maybe, you know, weddings isn't necessarily like my main focus and I get more weekends away on vacations and all that, but I'm still able to keep couples in my business. And that's really exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is I think, well, okay. You tell me what you think. I think sometimes people think that you have to, in order to photograph couples, you have to do weddings, but I feel like you're kind of, now that you're moving out of weddings and having some of your associates 
shoot those weddings for you, but you're able to continue with engagements or anniversaries or just like, you know, photographing love in general. I feel like you're able to continue doing that without weddings. Absolutely. There's so many opportunities uh, for couples to come into your business that have nothing to do with weddings. So you can either attract them completely outside of their whole engagement process, or you can kind of wrap that into the way that you attract couples. So one thing in particular, I live in Florida, so we're one of the destinations where people come to get married. So if somebody's coming from, for instance, Michigan or Ohio to get married here on the Florida beaches, I didn't shoot their engagement session. They had a photographer back in Michigan shoot their engagement session months and months before I ever met them. So there's still opportunities for people to advertise engagements or to shoot surprise proposals, to photograph their anniversary once that couple who did come here for a destination wedding goes back home. And maybe they're having a big, you know, 10-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary. I love photographing like people who've been married 50 years. I mean, come on, talk about what a cool thing to celebrate. Totally. So yeah, there's so many ways outside of weddings that I've found that we could attract couples into our studio. And then the other thing that I really, really love about having couples as clients is that they really become a baseline for future work. So as a multi-genre studio, if I've shot a surprise proposal and then an engagement shoot, and yeah, we took on their wedding, but you wouldn't have to do that part. Then they come back to you when they get pregnant and you have a maternity session. Then they have their first baby. Then it's like holiday photos. So it's just the couples that I shot their wedding 10 years ago or their engagement 10 years ago are still my clients today. Now, we haven't talked a whole lot about shooting couples on this podcast. We really haven't. So I want to ask you a couple questions about it. Okay. You know, and I feel like when you have a couple that is really, they're really lovey-dovey and they're just like focused on each other, I feel like it can make your job a lot easier. But a lot of times the couples that I photograph, they would just kind of stand there awkwardly, which is so (laughs) understandable because as soon as that camera's up, people freeze. Like that doesn't mean they're not lovey-dovey when they're, you know, when it's just them or whatever. But there's something about being in a photo shoot where people can be really awkward and you have to like, like how do you handle a situation like that when a couple's just like not engaging with each other? So I feel like you hit on one of the main things that I absolutely love about couples and that's the opportunity to have them together because yes, the camera is intimidating and yes, they don't do this, you know, they're not professional models. So they're not Mm -hmm. out doing this all the time. Maybe this is the first time one or both of them have been photographed because they have, you know, this engagement ring now. And then they think like, oh, we need to do, we need to start getting ready for our wedding. And now we need to have photos in our house that we just bought together. And so sometimes this is like the first time they're coming up against this. And, you know, I find more often than not that just having the two of them there to support each other is so much easier than having just one subject. If I'm shooting one subject, I find myself needing to constantly talk and to constantly be posing every little mm-hmm. thing. Whereas with a couple, I, I like to, I teach 10 base poses. And I feel like if you can just nail these couple of poses that you can just kind of recycle throughout the whole mm-hmm. shoot as you change light and change locations, I think that 
you then let the moments between them happen. Even if they're awkward, make it funny, like make it laugh. And, you know, I have a big personality, so maybe it's easier for me, but um, I do like to share tips and tricks about how to overcome that weird, awkward stiffness because the beautiful thing about couples is that intimacy. And it's just plain fun. You're like running around town, having a date night out with two people who truly love and care about each other, who are building a life together. And I think if you just have a couple little indicators for them or a couple a couple things that you can say to get them out of their own head and just looking at each other and breathing into each other, you're going to be okay. Like you can, you can just move their feet and keep them going and ask them to kiss and kiss and kiss and kiss until they're, (laughs) until they need a, you know, chapstick. I think it's pretty easy to keep couples engaged. It's so funny because I think like, man, I didn't always find it super easy, but like you said, having this like specific go-to poses at least to get them warmed up. And that's Mm -hmm. how it is with personal branding and with seniors and everything. Like I have my Go to 13 personal branding poses that I do with almost every client, works for everyone, you know, all body types, mostly, you know, like sometimes people are limited with certain poses that they can get into. But overall, having those nailed down in practice are so important. And so I know you said there are certain things that you will kind of do to like make couples laugh or loosen up. And and I, I know some of this is based on personality, but do you have an example of that, of something that you feel like works every time? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, movement to start is always good. So rather than trying to get somebody in a really stagnant pose, just ask them to do things that are really natural. Like one of the easiest things to do is be like, okay, embrace one another, give each other a hug. And then they go to do it and they're looking right at you and they're like, have their arms around each other. They're like, uh, what is this? All you have to say is like, come on, like you love each other, like <laughs> really, really give each other a hug. And like, there's so many silly prompts that it just depends on your personality. If you're super silly and you're like, bite the other person or tickle the other person or jump, you know, you can do that. But if, if you're kind of a more maybe serious photographer, you can just say, you know, look lovingly into each other's eyes and say something that you like about the other person and just let mm-hmm. them do that. Who cares what their chin is doing? Who cares if their shoulder is closed off to you? Like let them have that little intimate moment together. And then naturally all the other stuff and the poses and the prompts that you do are just going to come or like get them walking. Be like, okay, I'm going to walk backwards. I'm going to try not to fall off this dock into the Gulf right now. And you guys are going to come <laughs> at me as, you know, and I just, I just get them moving and talking and twirling. And, and it's really just with couples about the touch, the touch of the intimacy of like putting their hips together and, and putting their arms around one another and dipping their heads or, you know, lip to lip. Um, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's so much fun. At the bottom line is that Working with couples is really storytelling because you've got two people doing life together and you're capturing this beautiful moment of time. You're capturing their love. And if you just think about it like that, that you're telling their love story, you know, that can come up in your initial consultation where you start to have that conversation of, hey guys, here's what a shoot with me is going to look like. We're going to plan a super cool date night. We're going to take you out to a location that's meaningful to you. Uh, Get to know them before your shoot and that's going to make your shoot so much easier. Now, (laughs) something that you said, like when you tell people like, look lovingly into your eyes, I almost feel like it that instantly when they look at each other, it makes them smile. Yes, that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I, what I, when I used to 
you know, photograph a lot of couples. I felt, I feel like when I did give them a direction, like slow dance together, whatever, it just yep, made exactly. them laugh right away. And God, those laugh, when they're like laughing with each that's other so and hugging sweet. each other, I feel like that's just such a good shot. It is. It's so sweet. And it's, and I, I always embrace the laughter and I always tell my couples when I, you know, when I first start to shoot. I'm like, you guys, so much of this is going to feel foreign and awkward, but just give into it. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to look stupid in front of me. You know, I, maybe there's a bunch of people walking down the street, like, Hey, whatever you brought your paparazzi out with you today. No big deal. Like just embrace (laughs) it, embrace the awkward, embrace the silly. And that's the cool thing about couples. Like maybe an individual doesn't want to sit there and laugh out loud to themselves, but they're happy to do it with their partner, you know, who they sit around Mm -hmm. in PJs with every evening. So now I know, okay, so you have like collected all of the information that you have to teach and everything and created an amazing course called Photographing Love with Mm -hmm. Couples. So I know a lot of this is in there. And I know you show what, like six or seven full couple shoots, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I take you, uh, I take you on like as a fly on the wall on real couple shoots. And I know people can watch these. And for me, I love like watching and being a fly in the wall is so such a good way to learn. But if you were to just take us through kind of a flow of a couple shoot, like how many outfits, how many locations do you, you know, try to do like some serious, some laughing, like what's your flow? So I try to start in the consultation by building the expectation and by also trying to figure out what they want to come away with. So some people come completely cold, like we don't have, we have no idea and we need your full guidance. And some people are like, Hey, you know, we had this idea. So in the consultation, you really want to build a big benefit for your client by getting to know, you know, what do they love to do together? What are their hobbies? What are their interests? If they're going to go out on a date night, are they putting on jeans and a shirt and going to have a picnic or going to the movies? Or are they going out to do something social? Or are they going out to a super fancy dinner? Like what is their date night vision? And then once you know that, you can kind of get a good idea of location. So I'll have couples who are like, you know, we spend every weekend with our dog on the boat. And like, would you want to have your boat in the photo shoot? They're like, wait, what? That's an option? Like, well, yeah, I love being on the boat. <laughs> like, yeah, let's take your boat out. So <laughs> I'm just, I always am open to like doing something that they want to do. And like, one of the things I love about being a photographer is not having to do the same thing all the time and like getting out of my studio walls. So I'm always open to adventuring with them. So that's my first thing is like making a decision with them on, Hey, if we're going to create this photo shoot with you that we're going to make feel like a date night experience, what do you want to do? I've had a couple who's like, we cook together. That's our thing. We've fell in love with cooking. We took a cooking class and that's something we do together. So I literally went to their home and we decided to start in a casual outfit and I let them just prepare food and like, you know, put her up on the kitchen island and let him throw his arms around her. And it was like cute and laughy and barefoot. And then we changed them and went outside into their gorgeous backyard and shot the sunset. So I'll let it flow naturally with based on what we're doing. Usually I'll start in the, like if I'm going out to a location, I'll usually start in the most formal look because there are a lot of times, I'd say 90% of the time they have professional hair and makeup booked. 
And I want them to come like fresh. And if they're wearing, you know, a a tux or a suit and a a dress or gown, I want them to do that while they're the most polished. Because as the session goes, I like to then capture the ease and the casualness. That makes sense. Real quick, Christina, do you encourage the couples to do hair and makeup if they want? Or or are you still doing it at your studio? Um, we encourage it for all of our clients. So, okay. you know, our headshot clients even, like I think hair and makeup elevates everything about the experience. It helps on the retouching. It it helps with like the client's confidence. So yes, I am a big proponent of professional hair and makeup. No, I know in the past you had a salon attached to your studio. Is that something that you still do? Yeah, we still have a salon attached. So do you then refer them to you, to the salon? Or does yeah, it not so matter? we have yeah. so we have a couple of people that we work with at this point, and so the conversation always goes, you know, here's the time that we've booked, here's the date that we've booked. Do you want us to reach out to hair and makeup, or would you like to reach out to hair and makeup? So that, it, and then if they ask, like, oh, is it optional? Should I get it? Should I not? Because we've never we've never taken even when we were working solely with the one salon that's attached to us that was never a transaction that went through our studio. It still only ever went through the salon. So we just treat it the same. Like, absolutely, it's not a necessity that you get it done, but we encourage it. Okay, got it. I I really love it too. It's, like you said, it helps with the retouching. It helps with confidence. Like, I remember once doing a photo shoot and it was with my mom. This was like, oh my gosh, this was probably like, 11 years ago, I think I was just starting out as a photographer and I Mm -hmm. wanted my mom to get, I was like, mom, let's go do hair, you know, get our hair and makeup done. She refused. She was like, I'm not doing it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go do mine if she's not going to do hers. I thought I had so much makeup on. I was like, oh my gosh, I've (laughs) overdone it. I got the photos back. It looked like I had nothing on. I know it's crazy. It makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. It makes such a difference. And we want people to feel themselves, obviously, but Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. It just gives a more polished look. Yeah, I always warn people. I'm like, listen, our hair and makeup artists, we've worked with them for years and years. They understand photo shoot hair and makeup. This is not your typical date night hair and makeup. Like you might look and be a little shocked. So I warn them so that they're not like, oh my gosh, I look crazy. Because the camera just doesn't pick it up the way that, you know, you if you're in person with mm-hmm. somebody. So yeah, I always warn them more is better for photo shoot makeup, you know, trust us. And they do. I mean, people, people see you as the professional and they go with it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So you start with the, the more kind of like formal look. Yeah. That's always my preference. Yep. Yep. Okay. So from then, then on you go into the casual, Mm -hmm. more casual mode. And so I always encourage people to do at least two outfits. And the reasoning behind that is a benefit for them. Like you're going to have photos with different looks that you can, you know, have in your home on display. You can use them for a wedding website or if we're shooting an anniversary, just getting that variety. Um, And then I ask them to have wardrobe that's maybe like an add-on or something that's like easy. So it's not a full head-to-toe outfit change. So for instance, if you have like a cute, fun dress that we're shooting, maybe at the end you put on a headscarf or you can layer on a jacket or like change out your jewelry. So there's always ways to do that quickly if you're shooting on location and you're kind of like on the fly and there's nowhere to change in the middle of the woods or something. So in the consultation, I always figure out like how many looks are we going to do, bring those along, and then I just give them tips along the way and how they can quickly switch it up. 
Awesome. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how you structure like packages. Are you doing a la carte? Do you include prints? How does all that work? So we have tried to keep all of our packages across all genres outside of like corporate stuff, like headshots and personal branding. We keep it all the same because we're encouraging that we want people to come back for shoot to shoot to shoot. We don't want them to book like an engagement shoot at one price. And then they come in for a maternity shoot and it's a totally different price structure and price list. And then Mm -hmm. they come in for a family shoot. So we keep that completely across the board. Like a portrait session is a portrait session. And so you pay your session fee, you pay separate for hair and makeup. And then on the back end, I used to be full on in-person sales with like printed reveal and all that. And I did that for a while, kind of between COVID and all the other things that happened, I pulled away from that. And I really haven't fully gotten back to that. So a lot of times we're sending them a, a preview gallery and letting them select what they'd like retouch, but then they just have, you know, packages to buy from there. Always encouraging prints. My favorite thing is albums. I really, really like delivering albums because again, that goes along with storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then you get an album that you can stack up on a bookshelf, you know, over the years. Maybe you have 10 albums from our studio and they just tell all of these little stories of your life. Oh, I love that. And I feel like couples kind of expect an album. You know, it's, it's, I feel for like sure. it's an easy sell. Like Absolutely. this is, yeah, like it's not unusual for you to walk away with an album. But is it something that you sell separately or is it part of your packages? No, it's something that's separate. So that's more of okay. a, an a la carte choice. So within the package, they're going to, you know, they, they expect that we're going to get these 10 prints with the attached digital image and they can use those, whether it's a print release, they can use them on their wedding website, they can send it out on a save the date, however they want to use it. And then any wall art, any album, anything else like that, um, including additional images is just a la carte. Okay. Mm-hmm. It seems like, okay, I just want to switch gears for a second. It seems like with couples too, when it comes to specific, like there's different holidays all year. It seems like you could market to couples. There's Valentine's Day mm-hmm. or Mother's Day if you wanted to promote that, like if if to, to maybe purchase a gift for your parents or, you know, a, a couple shoot for your parents. Absolutely. You know, there's just so many different ways, like holiday cards or, um, you know, birthday gifts. Like I feel like it's anniversaries. There's just so many different holidays and things you could market all year for couples. Yeah. So for us, um, so our couples marketing season just started because it's the new year, it's engagement season. So this is the time of year that you are most likely to scroll through your Facebook and Instagram feed and see rings because over the holidays, people went on trips, they had time apart and off, they got engaged, they're starting to plan their wedding. So this is our big ramp for couples. And then like you mentioned, with Valentine's Day coming up, another fun way to put couples into your business is let's say you're just a a focused boudoir photographer and that is your thing. Photographing couples boudoir is so much fun. Nikki, I could do that like every day. It is so... Oh, you couldn't pay me. Oh my God. I love it. It is so fun. I know there's other people out here listening that are like, yes, that's my thing. Couples boudoir. I think it's a blast. And so... You know, encouraging that for Valentine's Day is a great marketing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and like you said, just having all your available for gift certificates. I a lot, a lot of people buy photo shoots for anniversary presents, and you know, you're a couple, you got an anniversary coming up, and whether your parents or not, the cool thing about learning how to photograph couples is it can still be a 
face pose, and then you can tack family members onto it. So tack the kids onto that just to make a more like fun, intimate setting rather than everybody smiling, looking at the camera. Um, So there's so many ways that if you're just a family photographer and not necessarily an engagement photographer, you can use those poses to just get the parents together and then either put the kids stacked around them or, you know, in front of them or running up to them. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Now, I know we've, it's funny how we've kind of been on a similar trajectory. Like we started our business around the same time, just over 10 years ago. We both have photographed thousands and thousands of people. We became the breadwinners of our family. Mm -hmm. Like we've, it's interesting how we've had a different trajectory. And I know you, you feel similarly to how I do where it's really fun to teach others. And you know, there are a lot of people who are stuck in a job they hated and we were there. Right. We know what that was like. And mm-hmm. and having that education and, you know, from other people that really helped us through, it's really nice to be able to give that back. It feels good. And maybe it's the social worker in me and maybe it's just amazing human in you to, to do that and just to kind of give it all away again, but like give away all of our knowledge and just experience right. and everything. But it's really, it's really fun. It's really rewarding. And I'm glad, I'm so glad you've you know, put this together. I, I actually, I know I encourage you to put this course together. You were like, really? And I was like, dude, Christina, <laughs> you like, we, there's a whole, exactly what you said. There's a hole in the market mm-hmm. for couples photography. Like, hell yes, you should put this course together. And I know you put your heart and soul into it and I love it. It's so great. Yeah. It's been really fun. And, and like you said, it's nice to, you get to certain levels in your life and in your career where you're like, okay, you know, it's, it is time to give back. And I've already been doing this by putting a team together. So I've already been teaching people and mentoring people and helping people to grow their business. And so to be able to do it on this bigger scale, I'm just so grateful, you know, to the portrait masters for trusting me to do this. And I'm just so excited for people who do purchase a course and dive in with us. Like I started a Facebook group to help, you know, keep mentoring and encouraging. And at this point, I am just completely open and I'm here to help people create freedom. And what I was able to do in my life and what I love that you've been able to do in your life is the freedom of financial freedom and taking all those burdens and getting rid of debt off my life and being Mm -hmm. in a place of just, you know, being able to dream in a way I never thought possible. And also the time freedom, like time freedom. Yes. My son is 11 now. And I'm like, I started this business when he was a newborn baby. Where did the time go? And so I am soaking in every last minute lately with him. Oh, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. I know it's, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I didn't have my babies when I, when I started the business, I mm-hmm. really like my, my business grew to the point where Dan was able to be, stay at home with Van, our youngest son, really within the first year of him being born. And I think wow. sometimes, okay, I know we're totally going off on a different tangent here, but I'm just <laughs> going to go fine. with it. I'm here for it, girl. This is what I actually love to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know if I was going to have kids, you know, I, I didn't know. And I remembered people saying to me, like, because, you know, one thing that made me a little nervous is like, gosh, when I have kids, am I going to have to stop being so engaged in my business? You right, know, like right. people would say to me, oh, well, your prior- your priorities will shift. You won't want to work as much. And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to not want to work as much. Like, mm-hmm. I love what I do and I'm so into it. And, you know, obviously we did. We did have kids, but it's funny because like my business didn't skip a beat because I was, 
I was able to like balance it and be passionate about being a mom and a wife and a business owner all at the same time. And it's just amazing when you really put systems into place, when you find something you Mm -hmm. love and you niche down to what it is that makes you like light up, you can do it all. I mean, okay. I hate the like, oh, you know, <laughs> right. we you really, I mean, we can't, you can't, you can't do everything. You know, you've got to mm-hmm. outsource. There are certain things when you are at the point in your business, you've got to, you've got to outsource. You've got to just really take off your plate the things that suck your soul dry. Like for me, oh, ordering prints, ordering prints and dealing with packaging and shipping and all of those things. Like I did not want to do it. So I stopped. Like there are yeah. things you have to do. But what I am trying to say is just because, you have a family or because, you know, you have another part-time job, it doesn't mean that you can't have a successful business. I don't know. Absolutely not. I think that, you know, it's funny, you mentioned earlier about how you and I just, we work so hard and we like grinded it out. And I'm always, my team laughs because I'm always telling them, I'm like, look, you guys, you don't have to do it the way that I did it. You're you're so lucky. Like, take advantage. You can be smarter than I was. Like, I was (laughs) coming at this like, from a totally like lost hustling, like I, I gotta make this work because I have to pay my electric bill that, you know, so I came, I came from this desperate place and then I made it work and I I learned along the way, but I feel like with my team and, you know, hopefully people who can continue to be educated from others who've gone through it before, like hopefully they can skip a lot of those steps. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I did it this way didn't necessarily, you know, wasn't the best for my personal life or, or didn't make a lot of money and just utilize people, um, who you're getting education from or people who are doing something, you know, badass that you admire, utilize that to help yourself go forward without making the same mistakes. Yes, exactly. And I know you and I, especially around mindset, we've learned so much from Sue and absolutely. And even it's funny because I've come so far, you've come so far, like getting out of that scarcity mentality Mm -hmm. and just the fear-based moving forward and the desperation and, you know, things that, oh man, it's like shifting our mindset around that has been so crucial for us. And, you know, there are times when I fall back into that pattern. Sure, of course. But having the tools to get out of it, and especially with Sue's new self-value workshop stuff coming out and recording for that, I know you and I have both been really involved in Oh, it's just so amazing. And having that, that just education and mind shifting things, I guess, I don't know, just, just all of it has been such an integral part of both of us growing to the level of success we did. Oh yeah. I mean, think about like, without being able to remove all the blocks and without building our own confidence and self-value, like how do you even show up to a, a networking group and confidently sell your services without dealing with yourself first? Mm-hmm. You know, like as a small business owner, you are your brand. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a bunch of stuff going on in your mind that's not clear, like if you don't have a clear vision or clear purpose why you're doing this, like, yeah, sure. I always thought, I could make a decent living at photography, but that's, I did it because I, I wanted to be my own boss. You know, like I was like, I just don't want to work for anybody else. Like I was <laughs> so, so done. And, um, and I did it because I thought it was like super important to capture memories for people that, you know, they could have for a lifetime. And, and the money just followed that. Like I lost my father and the photos that I have of him and my mother, the 
you know, I have physical printed photographs of them young before they even had, you know, me and my four other siblings and the love of them looking at each other, like those are treasures Mm -hmm. to me. Photographs of generations of family and family members that we've lost, like that is a treasure. And so I always knew even from the very beginning that I was doing important work. I never knew that it would feed me as much as it has. And I never knew I could achieve the success that I was able to. But along the way, I kept getting little like, I guess, affirmations that I was on the right track. And then I just went with it. And, you know, doing that self-value work and building your confidence and your and and really honing in on your own natural talents and gifts is it's a blessing to work in that every single day. It's just you know, I can't believe this life that I'm able to create thanks to pursuing this career. Yeah. Ah, oh, the goosebumps. <laughs> I really <laughs> <So> do. Good. <laughs> you know, and people out there listening, it's I hope I hope you can understand that we're not like, oh, we have the best lives. Like well, there no, were, we have like was, actual it, human lives. <laughs> it, there was a time in and place where we were, you know, charging fifty bucks for a session and oh, trying yeah. to figure out how the hell am I gonna make this work? Like oh yeah. We've been there, done that. And and I think it's just important for people to know that you can get onto the other side of that. Yeah, I can do it if you can do it. You know. Yes, and, absolutely. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that every day was like, you know, this special. Like some days I didn't want to get up and do it, but then I had to check in with myself. I was like, okay, okay, why mm-hmm. do I not want to show up this week? You mm-hmm. know, what am I either focused on the wrong thing? Am I, you know, do I have some kind of other block? Like as long as you're really moving from a place of intention and self-reflection, like you're, you're always going to come across things, but you can easier and easier overcome them. Totally. So well said. Yeah. And I mean, it's a new year and that's when people really go and in goal planning mode and everybody's kind of motivated at the start of the year. But if you really just, you take small bites of progress every day and you keep putting one foot in front of the other, that's when it adds up to big picture things. So like when you and I are on a podcast and we've had a career for 10 years, it's so easy to talk about all the highlights because Mm -hmm. we've made big things happen. But, you know, your Monday through Friday, actual work week, progress seems slow until you Mm -hmm. look back. Mm -hmm. So you just got to keep going. And if you're not enjoying the process, probably don't do it. (laughs) Like if you're not, if you don't want to be in it, and you don't want to do the day to day. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure how you work out that being successful. It's like I, even in the the hard times and the times I didn't want to do it, I still enjoyed it more than doing something else. Oh yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, you could not have said that better. And I feel like you just answered number four of the questions that I asked. <laughs> that was like the perfect. <laughs> what would you tell people who are just starting out? Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, what can people expect? I know we've talked a little bit about it, but photographing love your course. What can people expect from it? Yeah, I just um, I teach you how to get started with couples if you aren't working with them already. I teach you how to offer couples a fun date night experience, which can pour into your marketing, but also just give you kind of a leg up on what everybody else is doing. And then um, you really just get to come along see how I interact with couples and figure out, you know, tips, tricks, tools, and how to integrate them into your business. And anyone who's ever been curious about couples, but has a studio that doesn't cater to them right now, it's, it's just going to make like that really easy 
flip for you to start marketing to them now. And your 10 signature poses too. Those are in there. Yeah. Yep. I got those 10 base poses and prompts to, to work from those. And once you have those down, there's really not much else you need to know. Perfect. You kind of already answered. I know you answered these questions in the first the first time that you were on the show in episode mm, three. I wonder but if they changed. I guess one of the questions that I'll be more specific is when you're doing a photo shoot with a couple, what's something you can't live without? Mm, photo shoot with a couple. Yeah, because I mean, I honestly don't run around with a reflector when I'm shooting a couple. Like I find that to be too distracting because I'm literally, you'll see me, I'm a close up and then 10 seconds later, I'm way back. You hiding know, in the bushes. Away. Exactly. <laughs> so like, I can't just be up in your face. Like if I'm with a high school senior or something, yeah, sure. It's just me and my reflector and we're real intimate. Um, so yeah, let's see. I mean, for me, I guess it would be a lens choice. It would be my 85. I love that for couples because it allows me to get that up close, intimate photo without actually being in their kiss, <laughs> like if mm-hmm. I was on like a 35 mm-hmm. or something, just like, hey guys, <laughs> right here. Uh, so for me, with a couple, my 85 lens. Awesome. And number two, how do you spend your time when you're not working? With my boys, with my husband and my son. We have these great, big, huge, amazing families. So family is our life. Awesome. And number three is, what is your favorite inspirational quote? I mean, my favorite, favorite one is just like a million lines long. So I'll do the synopsis of it. Um, It's a Marianne Williamson quote, and it's about our deepest fear not being, you know, am I adequate enough to serve, but our deepest fear actually being that are we this much light? And it talks about how if we shine our light, then we give everyone else permission to shine theirs as well. Mm, so beautiful. She's so awesome. Love her. All right. Where can people find you online, Miss Christina? So I'm now Christina Weichel. I was Christina Hauser in the industry for a very long time. So uh, Weichel, W-I-K-L-E on Instagram. Um, my studio is called Visual Muse Studio. So we're on Instagram under that. And my associates, Brittany and Jen, have their own Visual Muse Studio Instagrams as well. And yeah, Facebook, Christina Weichel. Cool. And your Facebook group is called? Photographing Love with Christina Weichel. Perfect. Yeah. So if you want to, it's it's open to anyone who wants to join. If you're, you know, thinking whether you have the course or not, if you're thinking about uh, utilizing couples in your business, please come in there, say hello, introduce yourself, show us some work. And I'll just be in there checking in, helping people, um, especially like I love the New Year vibe where I, I requested to see people's goals today so that, you know, we could help hold each other accountable. And I just, I love this community, Nikki, you know that it's, it's the best community in the whole world. I don't care what other people say, like we have it going on. <laughs> so yeah, please find me, reach out to me. I know... I've had so many people reach out because back in the day I had a studio tour, which is, gosh, probably been six years or something now. And I love hearing from people. I love seeing how others are growing and it's just exciting to all come up together. Yes, I could not agree more. It's, yeah, absolutely incredible. Well, thank you again, my dear. I will see you next month. I can't wait. Yes, I'm so excited. I will see you in person, give you a big squeeze. (laughs) All right. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Awesome. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and eight frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX 100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.